All right, so today we're going to talk about something a little different, something that I think is a very fascinating subject, and um, one that I think is pretty important for people like me who love to kind of find stuff and review stuff, look for unique things, and that's the concept of lost media. Or, um, I guess also in this case, media that the author doesn't want you to see. So, lost media is a very, very interesting subject. There's been a lot of plays and TV shows and stuff like that. There's even been music that has just been completely lost to history through various means. Uh, for example, I think recently, uh, a few years ago, there was a studio fire at um, this really big record company. Was it Capitol Records? Oh, I can't remember the name. But anyways, they actually tried to cover it up, but uh, they they eventually confessed that a bunch of master recordings of songs were destroyed, which means that uh, they're not, like, the actual original versions of those songs are not necessarily preserved, although they certainly still exist, which could mean that in the future, eventually, you know, if all copies of something gets destroyed, it's just gone. Uh, another very famous one, and this one is the source of a lot of kind of urban legends and myths, is the famous uh, Shakespeare play, Love's So There's so There's Love, Labor's Lost, which is a very popular Shakespeare play. But there's also another one, which is called Love's Labor's One. And supposedly it was going to be the sequel, and at some point, I'm not exactly sure what happened with it. Uh, well, I guess no one is. Uh, it has been lost to history. Uh, some people are unsure if it was ever actually performed. Some people think it was only performed once. I know Doctor Who used it as like a as a theming for one of their episodes, and the idea was like demons attack during the performance, and like just is very wacky. That was a good episode. Uh, anyways, the um another another thing I want to talk about, and this one's a little more serious in terms of lost media, and it's something that I haven't really seen much of, is the rare case in which a creator puts out a work and then decides that they don't want that work out there anymore. And there's only one real case of this I know a bunch about, and that is the very infamous novel uh, Rage by Stephen King. So, obviously, Stephen King... One of the greatest horror authors currently alive. Maybe the greatest, depending on your opinion. But um, he put out a novel in 1977. And it was published in 1985 in a uh, series called The Bachman Books. So if you don't know, uh, Stephen King, after he got really popular, he decided to um, write down stories under a pseudonym, which was Richard Bachman. And he uh, wanted to do this because he wanted the ability to kind of make uh, more experimental works, you know, shorter novels, that sort of stuff, without feeling the pressure of having to put something out under, you know, his name. Because already at this time, Stephen King was like, you know, selling millions and millions of copies of all his books. So he, I think, I think for one novel, he even... Um, made it so that, like, he was like, oh, I'm collaborating with this other author named Richard Bachman, 
And so one of these novels is mine, and then the other one is Bachman's. But really, they were both written by him. <laughs> and he just wanted to... I think he wanted to, like, take the two different versions of the same idea and write both of them. So he did that, and then he, like, hid it by using two different names, which is interesting. But anyways, he wrote a novel called Rage. And Rage is a psychological thriller that is based on a school shooting. Uh... And it's obviously a very serious novel. It um, It's only 211 pages, actually. But what happened was, um, four different times, uh, various ill people, I guess you could say, said they mentioned the book in their justification for why they did the things they did. Uh, one of them was extremely similar to the actual event. Uh, one of them was to the point that he actually was quoting the book as he basically reenacted the book. Um, I won't say his name because I don't want to say the name of someone who did something so awful as you know trying to shoot people that they knew in their school but um what happened was he uh Stephen King decided that enough was enough and after this happened like four or five times he said that he went to his publisher and said, I do not want this book in my own, um, I don't want this book in my own collection. I don't want this book to be out there for people to read and be, and have, you know, kind of, um, mentally ill people inspired by it to commit acts of violence. And, he um interestingly he actually has another book too which is called Kane Rose Up which is similar to the um the tower shooting i think it was in Texas and uh but rage is the only one that he has completely or tried to kind of completely remove so they no longer publish it uh, the new versions of the Bachman books, which is like an omnibus of four of his um, novels, all of those are purposefully kind of out of print. Um, well, I mean, the, the Bachman books is still published, but it does not include Rage. The paperback version of Rage is out of print. And he said about it, now out of print and a good thing. He also said that um, he wrote a, a essay called Guns in 2013 about why he decided to take Rage off the market and kind of his opinion on, I guess you could say, the rash of these kind of motivated mass shooting events and... I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't want this episode to get so dark, but I think it is something fascinating to talk about. 
Uh, this is probably one of the only times I've ever heard an author very purposefully taking something out of print because of kind of the reaction to it from, you know, certain people. And I think one thing that makes Stephen King's writing so good is how he's able to kind of tap into the human spirit, tap into kind of the darker parts of our nature. That's that's a very essential theme of all of his books is like, you know, what you are in the dark, what are you in your own mind, that sort of stuff. And um, unfortunately, that also means that he kind of goes into very dark truths about what people think. You know, sometimes you have pretty violent kind of <laughs> kind of ideas, and obviously the majority of people will never act on those. Uh, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like that idea of like Minority Report, right? Like you can there's a there's a big difference between thinking something and being like, oh, that was a weird thing to think, and actually performing that act. And obviously some people, they cross that line. And honestly, I think it was probably, considering the amount of times that this novel inspired sick individuals, I don't know how else to phrase them, but they just, I'm, I have it up here, the Wikipedia article that describes what happened, and uh, it's awful, just don't, it's messed up. But, um, yeah, considering the amount of times that this novel kind of inspired these actions, I can completely understand a uh, author deciding to ban their own book. As someone who likes to kind of um, write little short stories for fun and has thought about even making, like, writing an actual book one day, like a full novel, it would absolutely break my heart to have that novel, you know, inspire negative things as opposed to positive things. And especially I would not like a novel to inspire, you know, actual murder. Cause that's just, it's just completely awful. So yeah, that's kind of the story of rage. It's one of the, one of the most interesting pieces of, I know you can probably find it, but I'm still going to consider it lost media because I think that if the author went through, you know, purposefully recalling it, purposefully, you know, republishing a short story collection to keep it out, uh, I don't think you should read it. I think you should respect Mr. King's wishes and not read Rage. Uh, I'm sure it's an interesting novel, but I... I don't think it's something that I would want to read, and I I completely understand King for wanting to remove it. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of my little ramble about Lost Media, which quickly became a ramble all about rage. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this, despite its seriousness compared to my other episodes so far, and I hope you have a nice day.